This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Yeah, welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats. And right now, I'm so excited to be welcoming a very special guest who has just released his brand new book, Reset to Life Beats. Now, it is all the answers to achieving true wellness for both your mind and your body. So, we're excited to have in the studio, are you ready for this, guys? Award-winning wellness coach and host of the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. He is here to take us through the five dominoes that are going to change your life. Brilliant book. I love it. We're jumping into the conversation next here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. With all that time that suddenly many of us have on our hands at home right now, it is actually the perfect time to reset and refocus on our health and wellness. And Pulse95's very own host of the Halftime Show, Omar Adouri, has just released his brand new book titled Reset, revealing the five dominoes that will change your life. And I'm so excited that he's actually here live in studio to tell us all about it. Welcome back to my studio. Thank you for having me. This (laughs) place has great (laughs) memories. If you didn't think I was a fan of Life Beats before, I definitely am because this is something very sentimental to me when you brought me on. What was it, like a year and a half ago now? It's almost, yeah, something like that. It's like a year and a half. It's crazy. Amazing. Um, It's amazing to see what you've done in that time and we're so proud of what you present on the Halftime Show three times a week. Mm -hmm. Guys, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, three o'clock. Don't miss it. He's here. He's always live. He's always fantastic. Um, Omar Adouri, um, you know, you are somebody since literally day one that I met you, I've had like enormous love and respect for you as a brother um, because you're somebody who deeply cares about people, deeply cares about people. And when you see someone who has issues, whether it's got to do with their diet, with their exercise, whatever it is. You know, you are an award-winning coach. Um, You are somebody who trains up people. You do so many different things. But every single time, it's not like that person is a number to you or an appointment or a client. It's beyond that. And you really focus in and you really try to think about who that person is what's affecting them your 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 capacity for empathy is amazing and i love that and it's beautiful and it's rare and it's beautiful so i got to say that up front i appreciate i mean how, how do i how do i you don't up with that? we I don't mean, you don't we're just going to get into the book yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i appreciate that and i think to be honest um i've i've kind of been through a lot of things as well that sometimes i can identify that listening is probably the best form of medication at certain points regarding regarding having one size fits all as an answer for every person. And I think with what I liked about with you when we spoke off air, when we spoke way before the halftime show and all of that, is being able to listen to you that actually you gave me the opportunity to be able to listen. And that's another thing which was really special about your personal journey. And and that's why in a time like this, when everything's going on, reset is something we can all do. I love this so much. Okay, so talk us through the book. We're going to talk about a little bit, you know, of stuff that I've shared with you because mm-hmm. uh, you've kind of helped me through my own journey as well. 
Uh, so talk to us about this amazing book that you have just released, Reset, Five Dominoes That Will Change Your Life. First of all, why did you write the book? Uh, good question. I think over the last 15 years uh, of studying, you get so many different opinions. When you grow up, you grow up to, to physical role models. But as you mature and as you experience the fitness industry, the mental side of the game is a huge part. And growth can be you know, perceived as an uncomfortable process for anyone. Um, but then we often fear change, but, but reset we can all do. And, and just, just as an example, when, when a baby is born and when they move, they move so freely, right? Because they're not going into habits. When they fall, it's such a and it's, it's such a nice thing. The way they fall is not the way we fall because their joints are, are, are like subtle and they're, they're very loose and it's a, it's an incredible thing. So movement and everything from a young age starts before we even know it, and it depends on how we respond as parents or as guardians or as people who look after people that we address that. If we if we sigh, then straight away someone goes. <gasps> then for the rest of their life, they identify falling with fear. Now. Reset is something we can all do. So just in terms of movement, in terms of why I picked dominoes, I picked five dominoes because dominoes symbolize alignment. And sometimes we can have four out of five things amazing, but one thing affects the rest. Wow. And amongst those dominoes are uh, refueling the brain, refueling the body, how we train, the environment we're in. That's another thing which is very, very important. And we have the power to reset our environment. And that depends on if we have kids, if we have pets, if we, wherever we are, we are in control of our environment. And then finally, recovery, which I wrote is important enough to dedicate a chapter to. I know. We, I we saw that. We kind of look I'm at like, that. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. nobody talks about recovery and how actually massively important it is. Right. So right. I love that you've done that exactly like you said. Th- these are five things that we need to have in, an, in alignment, in balance. You yes. know, there's a balance that, that we got to work out here. And I can't wait to get into each one of those with you. So where shall we start, Omar? Um, shall we start with your 70-30 rule? I love this. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> if we're not allowed to say what we, what I said on air, oh, we'll we have can. to get the book for that. Oh, but, we um, can. But 70% of abs are made in the kitchen versus 30% of bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 we can pause there. There's so many opinions out there, right? And then the more I study, the more I used to get you know just confused with what's right and what's wrong the difference is is that you have to find your own self and we said this off air just before we came on you've got to find what what fits you know your routine your height your weight um your lifestyle your family everything is under your own lifestyle and the thing with reset is it's not for one size it's for so many different people from if it's the younger if it's the younger crowd it's prevention if it's in the middle, then it becomes something where you can save from being cure. And if it's at the end, or not at the end, but towards the latter years of your life, then it's something that you can cure through identifying certain nuggets in the book where you go, you know what, actually, if I'm being very honest with myself and I need to hold myself accountable, I'm not quite recovering that way. I'm not quite sleeping that way. I haven't implemented meditation. All these small bits and pieces, the breathing work, for example, Sometimes when we're so infatuated by something or we're exercising when we're focused, we forget to breathe and we run out of breath quickly. So the breathing pattern work, the book simplifies it. There's so much we can talk about in the book, but the idea is to simplify it so you can identify and then find yourself in the book. This is so vital. Um, You've just already gone through so many different things that I want to talk about. You mentioned the way that uh, in the early years when we're talking about food, 
the relationship with our food is vital because it really determines everything else that's going to happen throughout life. Right. So how do we make sure, and this is an issue so many parents have, that we make sure that our kids have a positive relationship with food that they can take throughout their lives because I'm guilty of it. You know, because I I grew up with my own anxieties around food and weight massively, and I still have it to this minute, Mm. Uh, you know. And so it is very difficult for me to kind of disconnect that with how I speak to my own girls about it. Yeah. So how do you do it? How, what is your advice, particularly to parents, Mm -hmm. on how to have that positive healthy relationship with food well the relationship starts with your immune system first that's the second brain so your your immune system is actually you know when people say i have a gut feeling oh yeah it's almost like a brain in itself it's 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 something that starts from your gut so interesting i love that let me ask you something because you've done this and you've practiced this recently how much weight have you lost recently if you don't mind me asking 22 kilos now that's phenomenal so when you've done that you've identified something that's worked for you with the responsibility as a mother and as someone in the family to look after. So you've done something which, with all your experience of training and food and nutrition and and all the different amazing guests you bring on, because I listen to your show. So all the different guests you bring on, you take so much different things from different people, but you've merged that to create Sally Musa's lifestyle. Mm. How have you done that? Oh, (laughs) okay. So here's the thing. So, you know, this time last year, Mm-hmm. I was like sharing with you. I was like, you know, grossly overweight and, um, you know, just not well mm-hmm. generally. Uh, and weight had a lot to do with that. And, and I'd go to the doctor and the doctor would just say to me, look, you, you know, even if you lose weight, if you do nothing else, but just at least reduce your weight, that can reduce your risk factor to so many uh, diseases. So I was like, okay, how do I do this? And I was saying to you, Omar, that because I've lost weight in my life before Mm. and I've put it all back on Mm -hmm. and that was my biggest fear it's like why bother why bother even trying when this is not I know it's not going to be sustainable Mm -hmm. I've failed so many other times that it's not going to work long term like I wanted it to work forever Mm -hmm. we would have chats and you would be like, okay, so you can do it in different ways. You could go and, and get like, you know, um, a meal prep service to come and help you with that. You could get this person to teach you different things and whatever. Um, and I said, no, I really need to be able to do it myself at home mm-hmm. because I need it to be something that I can always do. And so it was just kind of like trying different things. And then I realized, okay, so I'd, I'd just be, you know, moving to much more structured meal times. Uh, and so I'd be having, you know, like just it literally, it was almost like clockwork, you know, and, and my most important meal of the day, of the day mm-hmm. I, you know, I just, you just have to listen to your body. For me, it's lunch. I don't care about any other meal in the day. Mm. I actually don't care about breakfast. I don't care about dinner, mm. lunch. If I have lunch, I'm happy, mm. you know, and, and if I eat well at lunch, I'm set. Mm. I'm good. I'm fantastic. Actually. So I was like, okay, I can actually work with this. So that's my main meal. Right. I don't have dinner. I used to eat like throughout the day because mm-hmm. I was tired. I was, you know, feeling down, mm. depressed, uh, you know, bored, you know, like uh, anxious, whatever. And I just had to like identify my emotional eating as well mm-hmm. and just kind of go, that ain't working. Uh, and just kind of, okay, so this is my main meal. 
and you know thinking about okay healthy proteins what are my healthy proteins what are the carbs that I can't live without I'm Iraqi you're Iraqi I can't live without rice man <laughs> yeah. rice and 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 potatoes are my thing so yeah. I'll have either of those in my meal mm. but I'll measure it yeah right mm-hmm. so I'll have a good amount of protein I'll have my my carbs and then I fill up with salad and I've found ways to love salad like right. as a meal and just and it fills me up like crazy nice and I'm so good mm. and I feel healthier and better and lighter and it's just literally like that is just what works for me I'm not saying that works for anyone yeah. else yeah but I'm listening to my body I listen to my body I'm like okay so what do I need I have to have lunch and it has to be a good size right. I'm not like I can't do little portions throughout the day yeah don't give me that yeah. You know, that doesn't work for you, right? Some people love grazing. Right. Some people love the little meals throughout and they can't live without that. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Work with that. But for me, I'm like big meal for lunch. I'm set. You know, I will have coffee for breakfast now yeah. and just, you know, I'll have my salad at lunch. I'll have a good meal. Uh, I don't have dinner. So it's almost like intermittent fasting as well. Right. Okay. At the same time. Very cool. Which is actually making me feel even better. Right. So, and I've just learned to cut out sugars a lot more. Excellent. Uh, cut out sodas. Um, you know, so it's just, sometimes it's hard, yes. you know, like it's, uh, and then, and then <laughs> we should really go to a break. It's a lot longer. The answer is a lot longer than you were expecting. Can we find that I after think, the break? I think we can. Mm-hmm. We have to come back uh, after the break, but it's just kind of like being forgiving of yourself and not thinking that you have to be perfect all the time. Because you really don't. Perfect and, answer. And and we we were talking about this as well. Anyway, this is all about your book. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get to all of that. He's using me as a guinea pig, everybody. So you see what's going on here. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna come back with our Doherty after this. Pulse ninety five. Ninety five. This is Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse ninety five. So we're talking how to reset your mind, your body, your wellness, your health, all of that with the amazing award-winning coach and host of the Halftime Show here on Pulse95, Amara Dori. Uh, and he made me start telling my story, basically, uh, of what's going on, because he's been quite uh, instrumental in it. And I have a feeling you might have just stolen some things and put them in your book about <laughs> what I've been telling you. <laughs> well, it is, it is the example. And you know what? It's real and it's relatable. Mm-hmm. And what I love about your story, which is still ongoing at the moment now, is that in sometimes when we pick up a magazine or we pick up a book, we kind of think, yeah, I don't know if I can do that. When you actually start to see things that, and you said something off air, empathy, which was amazing. Um, when you start to see empathy between the reader and uh, and the writer, there is a feeling which you think, you know what, I'm not that far off and I can even do better than the writer. And that's why it's reset. It's not something that, again, we've had so many chats off air. It's not something that I'm saying, this is how you get a six pack, buy this book. Yes. You know, that's exactly. 100% not what I'm trying to it's do. It's not this stupid quick fix thing <laughs> no. that everybody tries to sell you. Absolutely. Which literally, you know, all of us have tried, mm-hmm. all of us have failed, mm-hmm. and all of us give up. Including we're myself. Like, yeah. We're like, this is never going to work because yeah. none of these diets work, none of this works, but actually you've, and this is the whole point of it. It's not just reset. Everyone tells you that you can change. Mm. And you can, Mm -hmm. but can you keep it up? Mm. Can that become your new lifestyle? Yeah. It's so interesting because you talk about the word diet in the book. Mm. 
uh, and it's a way of eating. Mm-hmm. But the way society understands that word mm-hmm. is that it's a quick fix. Yes. It's a way of eating that is a that is temporary and a quick fix, mm-hmm. which is funny because when I've said to other people, they're like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm eating healthy. I avoid using the word diet because people hear diet and they're like, oh, she's on this diet right. for this period of time. And that's why she looks like, no. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny because I said that to someone. She came back to me and said, but I hate dieting. Mm-hmm. But you're dieting. But I hate diet. And I'm like, I have to stop and go, wait, 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 wait. I never said I was dieting. Right. But they just... You know, it's like reframing that yes. whole understanding of, of what healthy eating is mm-hmm. and what that looks like for each one of us. Absolutely. 100%. And, and that's the idea. The idea is is building that relationship with yourself before you start giving advice out to people. That, one of the reasons why I fell out of love with the industry, because mm. I've been in the industry since I was about 17, was because I was looking at what's online and I was saying, that's that's not me. And I can't reach that. And um, I'm not going to get the likes that these people are getting. I'm not going to get the followers that these people are getting. And that's what made me fall out of love with the industry. But then writing this book and taking this time for the last 15 years to have something worth writing about was for the people that were like me to say, you know what, actually, yeah, I struggled a lot, a lot and still do till this day. I have to reset on a daily basis. I have to set what myself you, what a What does Amon Adori do to reset? Um, ev- set himself a goal that's realistic every day rather than something where people say resolutions. Resolutions don't work because it's normally January and it's a month. Setting yourself a goal every day, doing something that you know will actually impact and make a difference in someone else's life, which selfishly comes back to me and makes me feel better. So that's another thing where if you question why do you have so much time or why do you make so much time or why do you listen or why do you care, it's because there's something that actually makes me feel better. And, uh, and I get that from my mom because my mom plays such a significant role in teaching me uh, unconditional love. And, and sometimes I wonder, like, she goes out of her way and has done for so many years. It's only right that we kind of give back. And that's why simple things like the dedication page, which is the first thing it someone so reads. It is so beautiful. It is, it, is, it is for them, you know, and it's something that um, we don't do enough of when I dedicate we're there. this book to my mother, Fatma, and wife, Maria. Paradise lies under the feet of a mother. To the world, you are a mother. To a family, you are the world. Maria, you are my best friend. And knowing you are present and willing to lift me up when I'm feeling down lets me know I'm not alone and fills my heart with gratitude and love. Thank you both for redefining the true meaning of unconditional love and allowing me to feel alive. Mm. It's, this is just incredible. It's beautiful. You've just encapsulated and this is what it is. You know, having those relationships around you is key. You've Absolutely. learned this from Um Omar, yes. Fatima. <laughs> yes. Big, big love to Um Omar. Uh, and your wife is amazing. She's an incredible support as well. Yeah. We have to all surround ourselves with those people who we're going to be supporting. Absolutely. And regardless of what industry you're in, don't be fooled. We all go through things. We all, fitness professionals, health professionals, the ones that admit it, are the ones that are being honest with themselves first before saying, you know, you should go do this, you should go do that. There's there's a lot of accountability that we have to take on board. There's a lot of responsibility we have to do. There's a lot of gratitude. Because again, it's it, perspective is, is massive when it comes down to um, life and also the way you actually can have a lifestyle. Yeah. And I think for me, um, I've had incidents in my life that have absolutely flipped my perspective upside down you know mm-hmm. but and it's and especially at a time like this now which what we're going through the the perspective of of being grateful for what you have rather than looking at what you don't is such a big tool that you need to 
practice because if you want to look better physically, you go to a gym. But if you want your mind to be in the right space, where'd you go? That is the question. You have to create that and you have to enable that by having the right people around you, by setting yourself a goal every single day to, to kind of keep yourself motivated. Some people, um, they, you know, they, they struggle with that. But that's normal. That's okay. Mental fitness, mental health is a huge part of the book because of my own experiences of consistently facing challenges and still do till this day. That's another thing about the book that I, I mental health for me has played a significant role. Why? Why is it so important to you, Amwar? It's so important to me because I think a couple of years ago, following like a life, like a life-threatening car accident, that kind of switched my whole mindset. Um, I was always looking at what I don't have and what I want to aspire to be rather than what I have and what impact are you making like what 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 real difference are you making in this world when it comes down to like great men like my grandfather uh, Abdelaziz Adouri who, who who basically had such an impact on his students that's a real role model not the people like we flick on the TV now and see sometimes we think what is a real role model is it the likes is it the follows when I see people like that my shoes are nowhere near that so I have to set myself something every single day to say, that's an aspiration. That's something you can get to rather than, oh, what do I not have? You see, it's a whole different way of looking at things. And that's why you have a little bit more patience and the universe will give back. We were sat here a year and a half ago and I was your guest with Amar and, and Sara. And, and I had no idea this would happen. And we did it for a month. Yeah. And and. I don't live close by. <laughs> exactly, you made the you track, know? man. But it was it was so worth it because look how the universe gave it back. Some people might say, "Well, why would you do that?" I really enjoyed the company. I really enjoyed, you know, being able to speak about something I love, which is health, sport, and fitness. And that's that's the idea. And we kept asking you back because we loved hearing from you because the, the passion is there. And and um, I I just love what you're talking about. You know, it's it's uh, not just mindset, but it's intention. Mm. So you make that intention to give then it comes back to you. Uh, but I think we got to come back in, in a moment and talk a bit more about mindset mm-hmm. and how that can help us really properly reset. You could mm-hmm. have your training, uh, you know, like programs and you've got your, your diet sorted out and whatever, but actually mm. it's all about mindset, isn't it? 100%. That's coming up next here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is Life Beats. With Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Talking how to reset your mind, your body, uh, all of it, bringing it all together for lasting change. It's going to change your life. Everybody promises that, right? Mm-hmm. But what Amara Duri is doing with his new book is uh, setting you up for long term, lifelong success Mm -hmm. this is super important mindset Omar let's talk a little bit more about why mindset is so important here yeah I think from a a coaching perspective I've been fortunate enough to work with some incredible athletes some incredible clients and even just just normal everyday people and the thing that I pick up from them is through whatever they're going through um, their mindset what they're going through what their challenges that's why Mindset and, and mental health and mental fitness and is so important because you have to practice it. You can't stop mental fitness because every day you're going to face a challenge. You're going to face something that may be uncomfortable or something that might throw you off a little bit. That is all practice that we have to do in order to be able to, to, to perform better 
physically and mentally. It's that connection between mind and body is so key. 100%. What do you see is the biggest things that throw people off when it comes to mindset that you you see people needing to work on more? Ego. <laughs> I think I think ego comes in the way. Honestly speaking, like when it comes down to it, sometimes when someone says, "Oh, I shouldn't have been spoken to like that. Or, I should have been told that." Or that's when you kind of have to that's the, the one of the biggest challenges. And the other thing is also taking a second to adapt to the situation. If you don't have something right to say at that point or, or an action to, to do at that point, there's no problem in you taking a step back to recalculate what's happened in order for you to give an answer because that answer could, could really throw things off and shake the, the ship, so to speak. Um, so there's a lot of things like that. Just being accountable sometimes rather than looking at what everyone else is doing, kind of being accountable for why you're in that situation in the first place. Kind of looking at yourself, mm. kind of rather than resenting everybody and everything else. Yeah. Oh, why is that person kind of seeing results faster than I am? Why yes. Why are they seeing change faster than I am? Yes. Because this was a trap that I was falling into um, early on mm-hmm. when I was trying to make change. And I'm like, I, and I've said this before. I hate that I have friends who can eat whatever they want Mm. and they don't gain weight and they're like, oh, I'm so hungry and they just keep eating and they have no problem. Whereas I (laughs) can't do that. And I just had to let that go. That is literally ego right there. And I had to let that go. Yeah, but are they a Sally Musa? Do they have kids? Do they have a family to look after? Do they have their own show? See, there's so many things that... When you look at the the, the bigger picture that you have that a lot of people don't and vice versa, there's so many things we all have in our own, right? Mm. That puts our personal story together. And I think with mindset and with mental fitness, practicing that, that's why some of the people that I I, I look at and I admire and I respect, they don't really care who's looking. And that's another really good point. They don't actually know some of the best doctors I've spoken to, some of the best practitioners I've spoken to. They weren't even aware of what impact it's going to get how many people is going to see the conversation because they're so in tune with themselves that that's why i believe them you see what i mean it's it's again at the end of the day it's about belief it's about understanding it's about really appreciating certain things when i speak to someone and i connect with them on a level once i've vibed with that person i know that okay you know what that person was special. That person was unique. Mm. Um, and funny enough, sometimes the truth is harsh. And that's why, you know, our partners, like, for example, with Maria, shout out to Maria if she's listening. Our partners, they play such a significant role because they'll tell it to us straight. Yeah. You know, and, and, and therefore, sometimes we don't like it. But when we go, you know what? Actually, yeah, she we was right. We need it. Yes. It's, it's, it's a reality check. And it keeps you humble and it keeps you grounded because sometimes we tend to believe our own hype. That is so key because right now a lot of us are quarantined at home with our spouses yeah and we're like (laughs) how do i get through this without killing them or them killing me (laughs) but exactly this is that is such a great way to look at it and such an important point and just to let go of your ego and and what you think because um it's interesting you know when you're making changes uh and you're kind of like well why isn't it happening fast enough and Mm. Like, that's what I was thinking a few months ago. And now I'm like, I'm really glad it's been slow. Yeah. Because it's like my body has grown into the change. And it's like, it means I can do what I'm doing now for the rest of my life, which I like nine months ago was not a reality. And mm. I like, I'm, I was thinking about that this morning, thinking about our interview. I'm like, I literally was complaining to Amora Duri going, 
I can't do this. Mm. I don't know how to do this. I can't do this, and it's not going to happen. And the end. Do you remember when I, I, I used remember. to just ignore your text? Like <laughs> he'd try to like counsel it's me. Very true. And it's he was there true. for me, and I was like, "Look, it's just not going to happen. Just leave me alone." <laughs> like yeah. I had to just go inside yeah. and just really figure it out for myself, and yeah. just go, "Okay, we just got it. We just got to And that's what you kept telling me. You just got to start. Yeah. You just got to start somewhere. You got to try different things. You got to see what works for you. And you got to understand yourself and, you know, find that sweet spot where you understand your body. You understand who you are, what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And then that is actually what gets you to lifelong change. I'm hoping it's lifelong. And, you know, and we've been fu- like eight, nine months now. Yeah. And it's funny because you said the key words that you said, it's what you need, not what I need, not yeah. what anyone else needs. There was times where you spoke and there's times where you didn't, but you needed to... To, to be in a shell at some point to be able to kind of see how important it is to get out of the shell. There's times where you spoke and then I even remember in a message you you apologizing for speaking. Yeah. So you'd sent a big message to me and... Because and, I had a rant or something. Yeah, yeah, you did. But you know what? Again, it was fine because after you finished, you said, I'm sorry, I don't even know why I'm saying this to you. And I said, that's absolutely fine. You're like a sister to me. Don't worry about it. It's out now. And maybe when you read something or when you say something out loud it then really does register. Because that's all part of your journey. This Mm -hmm. is the funny thing. Like at the time, it looks like a big mountain Mm -hmm. and a big insurmountable obstacle. Yeah. But actually, you needed to go through that to understand the rest of it and to get to where you are right now. 100%. And this is what I like. It's like you don't, you will never understand that unless you move through that. Yes. Yes. And when you don't rely on other people and when you don't rely on other people and you finally accept that responsibility. And like you said, at times you didn't want help. You didn't want anyone telling you what to do, how to do it. You kind of had to endure that. Then you've endured that. Then you found yourself and then you've spoken out. Then you've apologized for speaking out. And then after (laughs) you've apologized, you've kind of realized, you know what? No, actually, this is what's going to work for me. I have a responsibility. This is what I'm going to do. And now look at the change. It's amazing. And this is the thing, you know, again, we, we keep saying surround yourself with people who are supportive. Mm. You've been amazing in that. And thank you for, for putting up with all of that. Uh, but we're going to talk about training, resetting our environment. We've kind of addressed that a little bit there, but also recovery. Yes. That is a big one. We're going to come back and talk all about all of that next here on Life Beats. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Kicking the conversation forward with Ramada Duri, the host of the Halftime Show. Yeah, but he's coming a bit earlier just for us because he likes us so much. Well, no, we want him to talk about his new book, Resets. (laughs) So he is here to do just that. Let's talk a bit about training, Ramada, because, you know, people get confused about food, but equally they do get confused about training. What's going to be right for me? How do I do it? When do I do it? All of that stuff. So talk to us about that. Yeah, I think when it comes down to training as well, you know, just it's important not to get caught up in the fads because there's Mm. a lot of things that are coming out there. And, And again, the cliche is one size doesn't fit all. So there's certain things people don't. People, some people like yoga, some people like Pilates, some people like CrossFit, some people like, you know, strength and conditioning. You know, just doing something that you can actually be patient enough to enjoy the process and not skip a level, so to speak, to try and be up there with everyone else. We talked about channeling your own program and also planning. Planning is so important. Having a plan to be able to set yourself so you don't overwhelm. 
you know, exercises. If, if there's six things in a plan and you do five or you do four, then tomorrow do five or six and it'll do six and seven. There's so many things you can do, but don't be discouraged by over expecting something out of your body when it's never done it before. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Well, 100%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just if you push yourself yeah. in any way, shape or form today, mm-hmm. that's a step forward. Right. That is something to actually be celebrated. You do not have to finish that online workout that you found or whatever uh, it is. Um, because a lot of people, you know, they try to start out a workout, especially if we're just restarting exercise or just beginners completely you get defeated halfway right. through and you're like, this is not for me. Yeah, I yeah. hate this and I hate my <laughs> life. But, you know, that's important. Yeah. And, and to find what you love. Yes. It could be dancing. Yeah. It could be walking. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. You know, just as long as, like you said, I love the example that you gave at the beginning of how natural it is for babies to move. Yeah. And, you know, that speaks to, to your beautiful ability to observe. Um, you know, in that... It's just, it's part of who we are. Yeah. We were built to move. We yes. were built to get up and move. And we, we lose that somewhere along the line. Yeah. It's about coming back to it and enjoying it again. Yes, yes. And that, and that's the thing, you know, when we look at, if we saw how a, a baby kind of just fell on their backside, and then we try that, we won't be able to do that because <laughs> the way they move is so subtle, you know. But it's it's also another thing, and you said it yourself. I lo- I, I'm pretty sure you've tried this. I, I've <laughs> tried, but I failed miserably. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it is it is a special thing, and also because we create habits, and whether we're in the office, whether we're in the car, whether we're at home, there's certain times where we sit. That's why things like rotation and moving in different planes is so important um, for our body to be able to just be mobile, and mm-hmm. that is a, a key word when it comes down to training is mobility. Yeah, right, and the ability to to kind of move in different planes that we don't move in every single day. You yeah. know, that's really, really important in training. Exactly. Mm. So kind of to, to push your movements and functions in different ways and, and explore that Yes. once again. Because yes. a lot of us are sitting down at a desk yes. all day long, mm. moving very, very little. Uh, kind of just give us a little bit of, you know, quick advice on, on how to keep up that kind of energy throughout the day because a lot of us are doing that now. Yeah, I mean, again, not not... Don't be scared to challenge yourself, one. Don't be scared to try something. Again, like we said, you never know what you might like. It could be dancing. It could be boxing. It could be Pilates. In the office, though. In the office, that's a bit different. <laughs> in the office, I'm not sure I would that focus I'd be on like, breathing. I would know, focus dancing on, in the office. I mean, hey, listen, I won't say it's never happened on the halftime show. But <laughs> th- again, the idea is to um, things like breathing patterns and breath work is something you can do in the office. Key, because we breathe, obviously, from different parts and different areas of our body. And I've had a couple of people that have shown me where I was really, you have to have an open mind to it. Because if you step into something, and this could be anything, could be an exercise, could be... Uh, a type of workout and you don't really believe what you're doing chances are it's not gonna work yeah you know and that's yeah, the yeah. nervous system talking to you as well and this is like m- with meditation as well yes. and, and stuff like that because it's kind of like you've got to be open to to the experience yes of doing it so like tell us a little bit more about why breath work is important because we all just think we're breathing. Yeah. We're well, alive, therefore we're breathing. It's all good. We don't care. Like, yeah. You know, but actually, why is it important? It's really important because with breath work, it's linked to emotions and it's linked to your nervous system. And, you know, having someone the other day, Dr. Perry Nicholson, he, he said something to me about the lymphatic system and how that is linked to everything we do. And that just blew my mind away because I was thinking, 
I never thought of that. So small techniques through rubbing uh, the top of your nose, for example, has nerves in there that releases, um, you know, parts in your body that enables you to breathe better, which then helps you perform better, which then helps with productivity. So there's so many things that we can kind of be open to, to understand where the links are. The problem is deeper than the root sometimes. We just look at the outside. We look at the the visual or how we look externally. But internally, there's so much happening that we don't actually um, give the attention and love that it requires. This stuff is like just really astonishing. Like (laughs) you've really got to you know, go into it deep, yeah. like you're saying, you know, yeah. and, and there are people who really understand the physiology of the body and, and how that affects everything else. It's pretty incredible. A mm. lot of us don't understand or only know like very little surface stuff about this, but it's definitely something that is worth exploring. And that is in your book as well. Recovery. Let's talk quickly recovery uh, and why that is important. So recovery is important for longevity and it's important for you to be able to function better on a long term. What does that actually mean, though, when you say recovery? So, again, I think the perfect term is reset. Why? Because when you finish a great workout and you want to go and do something else the next day and you want to go just as hard, sometimes Mm. you have to train smart and not hard. And that is in terms of a flow state of training, which enables you to get more done volume wise for you to be able to function better and work better and be with your family better. There's so many things. Because if you do bash out two or three workouts in a row and you feel tired for the rest of the week, chances are the volume is not going to be as good as training five times a week at a good rate, let's say 70%, where productivity-wise, in the plan that you've set earlier in the week, you're actually accomplishing much more rather than having the cool workouts for three days and then resting for four days. You can have good, substantial, effective workouts where it could include the dynamic uh, different forms of training like your yoga, like your boxing, like your weight training, strength and conditioning, your breath work, your Pilates, and then being able to recover in between so the body is able to function at full capacity. And that's why recovery is so important. I love that so much. That We've got to get to that chapter in the book, recovery. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're living right now in a really very strange, unprecedented situation, obviously, with mm-hmm. the pandemic that is going on around the world. And people are kind of stuck at home. They're stuck at home with their spouses, with Mm. their children, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe going a little bit nuts. uh, How do they get through it while still remaining active? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you might just be in an apartment. You might not have all the space of having a garden outside where you can get outside and, and walk a little bit or, you know, doing that. So what's your advice to people as they remain indoors right now and, you know, have a bit more time on their hands? Well, the timing is something that we've always looked at in the past and said we don't have enough time, Mm. right? Now that we do have enough time, it's something that we can put into practice. Why? By planning again, as I've said, I've kind of used that word a lot today, but kind of planning and programming something fun with the kids to be able to do that. We spoke off air about um, spin the bottle. Right? This is so good. Spin- this is so good. Yeah. I might actually post that You have to. Soon. Yeah. Spin the bottle, but put it in a wheel of fitness kind of way. Set out 10 exercises. Put them out on some piece of paper. Get the kids to get involved in picking those exercises as well. Some they will love, some they won't. Some we will love, some we won't. But, you know, yeah. they can pick the hard ones as well. Because yeah. <laughs> you can be like, well, I'm going to be doing this with you. And this is a great activity because it's with the whole family. Absolutely. Getting everyone involved. For me... It's burpees. If I get burpees, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, so, you know, to put those in between some, you know, cute, easy ones and yeah. whatever, 
it makes it really fun, and you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it does. It, it gets everyone and involved. And that's the thing. It gets everyone involved. You get to laugh. You get to exercise. Time passes by. It doesn't have to be that long. And you get through a workout with the kids where everyone benefits. I love it so much. This is exactly you know the kind of thing we want it to be something that is fun, yeah. that you can do all the time. You can do it in your lounge room. Right. It is not It is not something that, that you need a lot of space for. Absolutely. You just, you know, like a little bit of a square space. You can get up and, and bounce around, do a few star jumps. That's good enough, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. it. How are you keeping fit at home? You know what? We, um, we actually set ourselves goals every day to kind of try and train. Now, some days we're better than others. We're going to admit that. Myself and Maria, <laughs> we train. My mom watches us as she walks over to the kitchen and she... <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks at us and she smiles because she's happy that obviously her two kids are, you know, um, being active and, and, and just trying to exercise the brain as well as the body. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love it. That just that is so good. Is it fun? Like, do you do you, I've seen you and Maria do like some spouse uh, workouts. Yeah. Do you do like, you know, a couple workouts a lot? We do, yeah. We, I mean, again, she, <laughs> she's very smart in how she plans them. Uh, her question in the morning is, what time are you training? And then I'll say, I'm training at, you know, 4 o'clock. Okay, cool. So we're training at 4 o'clock. And that's kind of her <laughs> way of, of, uh, of kind of, uh, you know. But also, actually, I have, to do, I have to say, she does teach me quite a lot of stuff because she's very good at the yoga and the Pilates side nice. of things, which is better than me. Nice. And sometimes I take some pages, you know, out of her book. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to do it. It is always fun. But unfortunately, we've run out of time. Thank you. Thank you so much you're for a, having me. By you're the way. a rock star, honestly. Get the book if you have not already got the book. It is reset. Where, where do people get it? They can get it on Amazon, Jamalon, Barnes and Noble. It's available online. Fabulous. And don't forget to catch him today. Mm-hmm. What's it? What, it's, it's Wednesday, isn't it? It is Wednesday. I've like forgotten what day of the week <laughs> it is. That's why you're here. It's Wednesday. Catch him today. Mondays, Wednesdays, Saturdays on the halftime show. That's it for us here on Life Beats, but we uh, have to celebrate the great Queen of Soul. It is her birthday. Here's respect from Aretha Franklin. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.